join me in prayer. Father, we thank you that you love us. We thank you, Lord, that you are faithful. We thank you, Lord, you are our strength. We thank you, Father, that you are trustworthy and you are true. We worship you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Wonderful, what amazing words in those mm. songs, eh? Lifts our hearts, doesn't it? You know, on Thursday when we realised that uh, we were not going to be able to meet together in our normal way, we decided that we would uh, take a break from our sermon series in Nehemiah. And really what we want to do is, is just draw together, um, focus our hearts, our eyes on Jesus and focus in on following him. One of the things I've found this week that it's been really, really helpful to remember is that nothing in this entire situation has taken God by surprise. Um, I'll tell you a wee story. A few days ago, a friend of mine from church told me that way back in December when she was coming in here to worship, she received a prophetic message from the Lord, which was this. We need to cherish worshipping together because soon, much sooner than we think, we will not be able to do it. Isn't that interesting? God already knows. God already knew. God knows what's going on. No surprises with God. God is here with us. And wherever you are right now, wherever you end up, um, whatever your circumstances, and we know that there are some really challenging circumstances and probably many more to come. Wherever you are, whatever your circumstance, you are not walking through this alone. God is with you. That is true. Yeah, there are incredible tough times, but none of us are walking this alone. You know, I was talking with people this week who have got so many challenges that they're carrying right now. And the concern we have for, for health and the fear some of us face is very real. Many of us have loved ones either in isolation or at risk and we're unsure about our work or our study and every day the situation is changing. Some of us are looking at financial ruin as the markets and businesses collapse. And if your Kiwi saver is anything like mine, it's pretty ugly at the moment. Yeah, we could despair as we think of the future and the speed at which these things are piling up. And it's a very human thing to worry or to be afraid. But being a Christian means that we go first to the truth of God's Word. We put our attention on it, and I've found incredible comfort and strength in the words of the Psalms this year, particularly Psalm 62. Now, King David wrote the psalm most likely as he was reflecting on the challenges of life. And while he wasn't facing COVID-19, the enemies he faced were very real and the risk of losing everything was just the same. He could, just like us, find his mind racing with worry, his soul despairing and him finding himself filled with fear and with anxiety. So where did David, where did King David turn to for strength? Psalm 62, verse 5 and 6, give us that answer. Yes, my soul, he says, find rest in God. My hope comes from him. Truly, he is my rock and my salvation. He is my fortress. I will not be shaken. Yes, my soul, says King David, 
He's literally talking to himself. He's worked out that his hope, literally his power to stand and confidence that he will be secure is found in God alone. Nothing else can stand. Yeah, we see this today, don't we? Where nothing else we might choose to put our hope in is secure. God alone is our place of security and hope. David describes God as a rock, a salvation, a fortress. He's discovered that his relationship with God is rock solid. And it's this foundation on which he bases his life. God is completely dependable, no matter what might happen in the world around us. He holds us yesterday, today, and tomorrow. We can depend on the Lord. Here's David's encouragement. Psalm 62 verse 8 says this, Trust in him at all times, you people. Pour out your hearts to him, for God is our refuge. You know, as a follower of Jesus Christ, someone who has entrusted the leadership of my life to him, I know I can trust him. In the easy times and in the tough times, when everything else seems to fall apart, he is my refuge. And I find in him the strength and hope, the power and the confidence to keep going. You know, I think now more than ever, we need to focus on following Jesus Christ. Absolutely. Um, I mean, what you've just shared right now, it changes everything, doesn't it? Um, And as followers of Jesus, let's remember how do we grow? how How do we just focus in on actually being a follower of Jesus? So the first thing that we would just encourage all of us with is read the Bible. Um, Tune out of social media, tune out of the news and all that's going on and take time at least every day to tune in to God's word. Your soul needs it, right? Your soul needs feeding and this is where we get fed from. And, And as you read God's word, he will nourish you. He will nourish the inner part of you, the soul of you. He will give you the very strength that you need because he knows what you need and his word is alive and it will act within you. It'll, it'll bring life into your soul. When you read God's word, you'll get God's direction. Mm. You'll get God's guidance for life. You know, we're going in a way that we haven't been here before, have we? This is new territory. And so we need to come to God and tune in to what he has to say, his guidance for every single situation. Absolutely. And secondly, encourage you to pray about everything. Yeah, prayer is pouring your heart out to the Lord. It's what David was referring to in Psalm 62. And if you find yourself worrying, turn from worry and turn to prayer. I'd encourage you, invite God into every area of your life and allow Him to lead you into a place of rest. Mm. And also, pray for each other. You know, we don't do this alone. And, and as the Lord leads you or prompts you to pray for others, stop and do that and tell them you've prayed for them. It's just wonderful that we could be doing this with and for each other. Yeah, prayer is absolutely huge, isn't mm. it? The I remember Charles Standing, I think it was, said something recently about that whole worry versus pray. And he was saying that when you notice yourself worrying about something, that tells you what to pray about. So use that as a good thing almost to point you back up to praying. The next thing is I would encourage us all to spend time every single day in worship. And 
worship is so important because it actually, it's like it reminds our soul of who God is and it declares truth and declares God and declares God's power and sovereignty over every situation. Um, Worship helps us to focus in on what is eternal instead of all the stuff that's just temporary. Uh, And in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 18, Paul says it like this. He says, so we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but what is unseen. Because what is seen, all the situations around us, that is temporary, temporary. But what is unseen is eternal. Mm. And so that's where we fix our gaze. Uh, the street website has got a playlist of songs. It's songs that we've recently been using in our worship times together. So you can go to the website for a bit of inspiration if you need, if you need to. Yeah. Fantastic. You know, now more than ever before, it's, it's time to invest into things that last forever, uh, the kingdom of God. And there are needs in our church community and we suspect that those needs are going to increase and there will be opportunities both in your life group and also the church as a whole to be financially generous towards one another. And if you are able, please don't hold back from taking those opportunities. Yeah, and let's do community. Let's do community really well. Um, Again, we can say this many times, but now more than ever, Mm. now more than ever, we need that community, that consistent community of the church. And so if you're not in a life group, then contact the office so that we can get you into a life group. But but yeah, do life groups, stay connected, stay safe, stay connected. Uh, We're gonna have to get pretty creative, I think, on how we do life groups. You know, things like using Zoom or Google Hangouts, stuff like that. But we'll work that out as we go along, but stay connected to your life group. And just on that too, uh, with the various restrictions that we're seeing now and restrictions that will come in terms of meeting together as a group, I think that we're going to be needing lots Mm. more life groups just to deal with this, um, which means that we're gonna be needing lots more life group leaders and reminding ourselves of what our mission is, the mission that Jesus Christ gave us is to help people become total followers of Jesus Christ. So it's a, it's a huge discipleship moment. If you're someone who would like to put out your hand and say, I would like to help uh, and be a life group leader potentially, we'd love to hear from you. Absolutely, you know, God has called us to reach the world with the good news of Jesus Christ. And while our environment has changed, the call, the mission hasn't. Mm. So I encourage you, pray for and expect to have in this season spiritual conversations. And when they come, speak kindly to one another and listen well. You know, you might want to invite your friends and neighbours to the next uh, street online service coming up next week. That'll be wonderful. And by the way, if you are part of our current Alpha course, please know that even though the gatherings have stopped, we haven't forgotten you. And Mel is currently working on a way for us to continue that particular course. We'll be in touch. Perhaps the one good thing about not having our alpha gatherings is people will be spared my alpha joke, weekly alpha joke. It was a shocker. I know, there were more coming too, but anyway. Um, Hey, I hope that this little moment together as we've gone to God's word, I hope it's been an encouragement to you. Remember, God knows what is going on. This has not caught him off guard. Remember that God is with you, whatever you're facing. Remember that God is your rock, your salvation, your fortress, your refuge. Keep your eyes on Jesus and focus on following him. How about we share communion together?
Yeah, it's a great idea. Yeah. And uh, you may have noticed that there's a fly that's joined us. Uh, <laughs> just trying to get rid of that at the moment. But this bread and this wine symbolise the greatest act of love and sacrifice that the world has ever known. Jesus Christ, the Son of God, he took your sin and he died for it. And three days later, he rose from the dead and he lives today. I wonder if you've received Jesus Christ as your Lord and as your Saviour. If you haven't, but you'd like to do so right now, I'm going to lead you in a prayer where you can give your life to Jesus Christ. If that's your desire, would you pray with me right now? Lord Jesus, I confess that I am a sinner and I turn away from my sin and I turn to you. Please forgive me and come into my life right now. I choose to follow you and trust you with my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. You know, if you prayed this prayer, please email us and let us know. Sarah and I are going to take communion now, so join us and also take communion.